0: Today
1: with Joe Ness on Live 95. I always enjoyed Tommy Conlon's writing with the Sunday Independent newspaper and it feels like the Sunday dependent week because we had the editor of the paper on with us yesterday talking about uh, his book and Tommy's here now to talk about his latest book The Kidnapping and uh, Tommy for example would have worked with Keith Earls on um, his book a few years back and John the Bull Hayes and uh, many uh, others and you're very welcome Tommy, good Thanks, morning Joel. to you. And before we get into the kidnapping I must ask you um, our commentary team doing a recent Munster game uh, decided that the Moira Terrace should be renamed the Keith Earls Terrace and having
0: worked with Keith, would you endorse that? 100% Joe Uh, I mean as as anyone who read the book found out uh, he's an exceptional human being as well as uh, an exceptional rugby player and uh, he went way out on a limb uh, as you know in telling his story, his personal story, everything from growing up in Moy Ross to uh, his uh, profound mental health struggles, confidence issues all like that and um, I think Keith Earls in a way, he he'd be blushing if if he heard me say this but I think in a way he's a hero for our times and uh, that book has resonated with so many people way way beyond uh, the rugby community and uh, young men in particular in this country.
1: Absolutely it's a great piece of social commentary on Limerick as well Mm -hmm. and a great um, effort from Keith and from yourself Tommy and just to mention too you're a son of Leitrim but you're very much (coughs) living in Limerick aren't you?
0: Yeah, I'm from uh, Ballinamor in County Leitrim uh, near uh, where this uh, story is set the kidnapping uh, um but uh, I I lived in Dublin for many years and then I I had I had some family down in Limerick that I used to come down and visit on weekends and every time I came here I had a good time and so I said sure, why not move here. And I've been here 15 years now and uh love Limerick and love the people and um very happy here. So this book the kidnapping.
1: I mean, reflecting on it this morning, I thought to myself, it seems like a different world, but it is well within the lifetimes of a lot of people
0: listening to this show. Yeah, it is. Uh, It happened uh, 40 years ago. The uh, 40th anniversary would be coming up in the next couple of weeks, actually, of the beginning of the uh, episode. And for a younger generation, which would include, I guess, um, my nieces and nephews and uh, people under the age of 30, 35, um, this seems like uh, not just a different time, but a different country. Who was kidnapped and who did the kidnapping? The man who was kidnapped was uh, uh, Don Heidi. He was the chairman and managing director of the Quinsworth Supermarket Group, the biggest uh, supermarket chain in Ireland. He was an Englishman who had uh, moved to Ireland in 1965 to begin work. He had previously been with um, Marks and Spencer as manager in London, where he grew up. And uh, he took a chance, he took a punt. Uh, there was a, a budding entrepreneur in uh, in Ireland by the name of Ben Dunn Senior, who was in the process of building up his retail Empire, and uh, he uh, invited Don Tidy to join uh, join that sort of campaign. Don Tidy moved over in '65, and then four or five years later, he moved over to the um, he was he was signed up by Galen Weston of the famous Anglo Canadian Weston Dynasty, uh, who um, a multinational retail chain who owned some of the most prestigious uh, um, shops supermarkets chains uh, in uh, Canada. Britain and indeed in Ireland and um, the Westons bought, Associated British Foods was the name of the company, they bought the Quinsworth chain in I think in the early 1970s and so ten years later in 1983 uh, by then Don Tidy is the managing director and chairman of the Quinsworth Group. Why
1: did the IRA kidnap Don Tidy?
0: Because uh, it was uh, their way of uh, Attempting to raise uh, raise badly needed money, it took a lot of money, apparently, to fund uh, their terrorism activities, and uh, it was estimated they needed two million pounds a year to sustain it and um, they had been robbing banks and post offices successfully for the previous 10 years but by then uh, un- under pressure from the government uh, uh, banks uh, b- banks and finance institutions had ramped up security thereby making it much more difficult for the robberies, armed robberies to happen so uh, the, the strategy was changed to uh, kidnapping which in 83 began with Shergar the uh, famous racehorse in February of 83 and then in September 83 there was an attempt to kidnap Galen Weston himself at his estate in Roundwood in County Wicklow uh, which, uh, which um, the Garda had advance notice of and were waiting for them in the yard when the gang came in and there was a shootout and, and the IRA members were uh, injured and then that was in September and then in November then um, Don Tidy was the latest target
1: Okay, uh, we're going to take a short break. We're talking to Tommy Condon about uh, his book, "The Kidnapping," that uh, he has uh, written with Ronan McGreevy, uh, who's an Irish Times journalist and videographer, and we'll hear a bit more about it right after this short break. So we're chatting to Tommy Conlon, who lives here in Limerick, uh, writer with the Sunday Independent, and uh, he's co-written this book, The Kidnapping, about the kidnapping by the IRA of Don
0: Tidy. How did they grab Don Tidy then? Uh, he he had been uh, under surveillance for weeks uh, um, if not months and uh, tracking his movements and um, on November the 24th uh, 1983 the, the plan was sprung into action they essentially set up a bogus guarded checkpoint with, uh, IRA terrorists uh, dressed in uh, bogus guard uniforms uh, he was. Uh, he would bring his daughter to school every morning before going to work himself and it wasn't widely known at the time indeed if at all that Don Tidy apart, for, apart from his professional life he was a widower he um to his three children Uh, he had lost his wife uh, to leukaemia three years earlier so he was a a sole parent, a lone parent and in that capacity he would bring his daughter she was a teenager to school every uh, morning and on that morning the car was stopped at the checkpoint Uh, he he, uh, rolled down his window uh, a gun was put to his head, he was dragged up from the car he was beaten with rifle butts thrown into another car and uh, the car sped away
1: and it led to well, an extraordinary ordeal, didn't it, that went on, I think, for over three weeks.
0: 23 days. Yeah, he he was, um, um, hooded and, uh, uh, taken to, um, first of all, to rural Kildare out of Dublin around Selbridge and we think. Uh, they changed cars. Uh, and they must have lain low for a number of hours. Uh, and then sometime later that night, he was uh, driven down, uh, to County Leitrim and, um, through, and then ultimately to a very obscure, uh, d- uh destination a forest, uh, forested bog and field really uh, through a network of narrow country roads which the the, um, uh, abductors would have needed local knowledge to guide them into this hideout which was pre-prepared for them with camping equipment and food and all like that and uh, so it was really deep in the forest uh, on the Cavan-Leitrim border Uh, How much publicity surrounded all of this? Oh, it was huge, Joe. I mean, uh, bear, uh, albeit bearing in mind that this was uh, the pre-internet, internet age, and pre-social me- media. But insofar as it was possible in, in that age, it was wall to wall in newspapers and on RTE and radio all the time. It was every day. And what's the latest developments? Uh, what, what you know? Have we any updates? And, and and to an extent, the state now has been put on trial. Uh, the Garda Yukana the army, the Department of Justice, the Minister for Justice. Can you? Um, protect this state from subversion because there was a lot of international coverage, wasn't there? There was a lot of international coverage, uh, uh, particularly in Britain, of course, because Don Tidy was uh, an, an English citizen. He he grew up in London, and so uh, on top of everything else, there was the concern. I mean, uh, the government at the time and the Ida were trying to bring uh, inward investment and jobs and business mm-hmm. into Ireland, and here was the uh, here was the case of a, of a man being uh, being abducted.
1: Right. Now there is huge depth in this book, uh, uh, how uh, everything occurred, the build-up to it, uh, the um, event itself, and it ended really tragically,
0: didn't it? It did. On On the 16th of December, on the 23rd day of his captivity... Finally, bear in mind this this had been the biggest co- um, coordinated manhunt between the Gardaí and the soul and the uh, army in the history of the state. Eventually, their their intelligence led them to South Cleetrum, then specifically to the hinterland around Balnamore, and five miles from Balnamore in the, in this remote forest, uh, one of the search parties, uh, Gardaí and soldiers, about twenty five in number, came through Dorada Wood and there ahead of them was in the clearing was the gang and this was now, this was, they had found the needle in the haystack and the the army and uh, guards understood this immediately and there was a moment's hesitation what do we do now? Because we finally found the man we've been looking for. But what do we do? There's a moment's hesitation, and I think the Garda and the army um, relied on their discipline and their training and observing the uh, rules of conduct in, in, in engaging anyone, and um, essentially gave the kid- kidnappers a chance. They, they, a couple of the guards or soldiers shouted in. Who are you? What's your, identify yourself, please. And there was a, a silence, moment silence, and the silence then was shattered by gunfire. Um, the c- kidnappers chose, I like, obviously not to surrender or anything like that. They, um, and, and uh, tragically, um, the first man who was shot with Garda, Gary Sheehan a trainee Garda, a recruit Garda, and um, the Garda uh, had deployed um, about almost 100 uh, uh, recruits from Templemore, and Gary Sheehan happened, as his sister says in the book happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and at the age of 23 he was gunned down in a hail of bullets and he died almost instantly and in the next Second, Patrick, private Patrick Kelly, a father of four from Ballinamuck in County Longford, was shot dead as well. And, And Don Tidy
1: was rescued... Um, and uh, the kidnappers did, did they escape?
0: Yeah, they did. And uh, in, in the seconds after those uh, shootings, um, almost instantaneously, Don Tidy threw himself to the ground and into a military roll down an incline, and uh, where he landed at the feet of soldiers and guardy. Meanwhile, uh, the terrorists had detonated a stun grenade, and in the sheer chaos and panic and confusion of the stun grenade and the shooting, they took custody, they took hostage seven uh, seven personnel, guardy and army, uh, at gunpoint used them as human shields so as that uh, the army could not return fire and marched them out of the woods, uh, made their way to an adjacent road, jumped into a, a car that was waiting for them with a key in the ignition in a nearby farmhouse uh, sped down this narrow country road, firing indiscriminately at uh, police and soldiers and Don Tidy who had just been rescued merely a minute earlier was on the road in the custody of the Guardian soldiers when this hail of bullets came and he, he one detective was shot on both legs. Tidy threw, threw himself to the ground. Uh, it was miraculous how how, how the working hit would all the bullets flying, the gang comes down the road to a a checkpoint, a guarded roadblock uh, and they fire again as the soldiers and police jump into a field and disappear into a forest. Okay, so that is just a
1: summary of this extraordinary book by Tommy Condon, "The Kidnapping," which is available in all uh, good bookstores. Um, and thank you very much for telling us um, that story. Thank you, morning, Tommy, and uh, the very best of luck with the book. Your views,
0: your news, your limerick today with Joe Nesh on Live ninety-five.